Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Technical Difficulties presents The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, Rest Stop, Part 8. Oh boy. We have to get to the basement. Turvey, how far away is it? Well, if I'm right and the building isn't learning how to trick me too, it's at the end of this hallway. Delightful. I'd be sending up balloons in celebration if I thought for a second we could outrun this thing. Yeah, well... Hold that thought. What? Oh! I forgot you still had those ice shells. I was saving them for just the right occasion. Well, I hate to rain on your special day, but that's not going to hold it for long. Yeah, but it's doing a hell of a job of slowing it down. So here's the deal. I'm going to fire another shot, turn around, and start running. Don't look back, don't think. You better not be suggesting what I think you're suggesting. I'm buying you all the time I can, so you get going back there and wake these people up now. No, I'm not leaving you behind. I'm not giving you a choice. Besides, this isn't a suicide run, you know. I'm not stupid. Give it old man some credit. Do you think you have enough ammo to keep it busy? Don't worry about me. I got a whole nother clip. Turvey! You take care, pretty girl. And you, Shifty. Anything happens to her, someone's gonna make you pay for it. Oh, don't worry about us. Just take care of what you have to. Uh, uh, oh, boy. All right, then. Get ready. ready. Turvey! Hey. Go! Let's go! Come on, you! <laughs> Hail to the bus driver, man. And don't worry, I got a whole nother clip waiting for you. Of course, it would have been nice if I actually had bullets in it. Just keep shining that light ahead of us and don't look back. If Terry doesn't make it out of here, that's two lives I'm holding against you. Yes, well, to be perfectly honest, I'm really looking forward to seeing a future in which your vengeance is the only thing I have to worry about. Where's that door? I see it! I see it! Uh, Wait. Wait, it's moving away from us. Oh, come on, not now. I don't need this to turn into a real nightmare now. What do we do? Well, what else? Keep running. Come on, hurry, we have to keep up. Malcolm, even if we do find the basement, and we do find the non-human dreamers... How do we wake them up? Well, if I had my powers back, that wouldn't be much of an issue. Well, you don't have your powers back, do you? Yes, well, thank you for reminding me about that. Well, what were you hoping to achieve, then, if you don't have your powers? Well, I was hoping that your valiant Sir Phillips would be able to do something about Alan, and that would go a long way to restoring me. So now what, then? Well, we'll have to deal with that when we get there, won't we? Come on! And over, where are you? Uh, Come on, get up. I don't care how the hell hurt you are, you have to get up. Come on, there's people relying on you. Not you. Not now, okay? I don't need this. 
Yes. Well, I was going to come and offer you some sage advice, but since you're not in the market, I guess I'll just be on my way. Good luck. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I need help. You certainly do. Open your eyes. They are open. So what do you see? Just nothing. Just darkness. Well, you're not doing a very good job of opening your eyes, then, are you? Look, what do you want from me, anyway? You've been following me around since Waterford. What are you after? What I want, Mr. Phillips, is for you to act like a knight. That is your function now, after all. What I expect from you are great things. Truly great things. Otherwise, really, what's the point of this whole exercise? As for what I'm after, if you can get up, I'll tell you. And I'd hurry if I were you. Your time is running out. I can't get up. I think most of the bones in my body are broken. I can barely breathe. Well, considering there's no air in the dream, that's a serious problem on your part, isn't it? Wait. You're right. I'm dreaming this place, aren't I? Are you really? You felt that kick pretty well, didn't you? Seems to me this place is as real as it gets. Then what the hell did you bring it up for? You're not very imaginative, are you? You need to wake up. I thought I was awake. Then tell me where you are now, and tell me why you're here. I don't know where I am now. I'm wherever this is, wherever you are. And I'm here because I was in a fight with some lunatic who got too much power, who's trying to summon an angel. And he beat me, and I'm unconscious. So I assumed I was dreaming. But I was in a place that was a dream. And I'm here now. You're telling me I'm not dreaming. So what are you doing, then? I'm living in a dream. That makes me a dream. So why don't you stand up? Because I need my body to be okay to stand up. Nicely done. There's hope for you yet. Who are you? What do you want from me, anyway? My name was Luciano. And as for what I want from you, what I'm after, something only you can offer me. Salvation. Now, wake up. I'm alive. I'm all right. I'm stuck. Oh, great. See, I told you if we just kept running, we'd get there eventually. Oh, my God. All these people. It's like meat storage in here. Nero! Oh, my God, you're all right. We saw you fall out of the window. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you later. Come on, just get this stuff off. All right, hold still. Come on, Malcolm. Good work, Sir Knight. Resilient as ever, I see. Yeah, yeah, come on, hurry. We're running out of time. What happened in here? Uh, Had a run-in with Alan. Uh, He did this. I'm going to make that son of a bitch pay. Like a little taste of earth in here, is it? Shut up a minute. Where's Turvey? Uh, He stayed behind to buy us some time. Uh, He's fighting some kind of creature. Uh, We have to hurry if we want to save him. Oh, I wouldn't worry about Mr. Turvey. He can take care of himself. He's a bus driver after all, you know. up a little, didn't we? It's a pretty good trick, making the ice melt before it even forms. Not that it matters much. 
looks like I'm out of bots. Yeah, well, I can't help but think, though, something like you is probably a little bit pissed off that you've been confounded at every turn by a broken-down, sad old man. I know what you're thinking, though. Kind of stupid to throw your life away like that, but sometimes you just gotta see your destiny and grab it. Sometimes you gotta drop yourself in the line of fire. Sometimes you don't know what you can't overcome until it's too late. Just for the record... That advice was for you and not for me. Ah, uh, getting ready for another pass, huh? That's good. Because here's a trick an old man knows that you've probably never been taught before. Havoc Anthem! Now stay down. And if you get back up, tell your friends. Uh, all right, you're almost out. Hold on. There you are. And that's one less problem on our plate. Thank you very much, Mr. Turvey. What'd you say? Nothing, just thanking my stars for a fortunate turn of events. Now, Sir Hanover Phillips, the ball is in your court. What? We have to wake these people up. You mean they're not dead? Oh, not at all. Mind you, they're probably having the worst nightmare of their lives, but they're perfectly all right. Ruby said that he was going to cleanse this place, that he was going to use them as some kind of sacrifice. Sacrifice to who? To the angels. Ah, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Poor earthlings, always looking to bow down to a higher power. You said you had nothing to do with angels. Did I say that? You must have heard what you wanted to hear. You bastard. And I didn't say I had anything to do with them either. Remember, I'm trying to keep this deliberately ambiguous so that you don't get into any serious trouble. We don't have time for this, all right? Malcolm, how do we wake these people up so we can get out of here? That's where the ball goes back into your court, Sir Phillips. You have to get my powers back. By killing Alan Ruby. I'm not a hitman, you know. I never said you were, but defeating him is the only option we have left to ourselves at the moment. Unless you think you can talk him out of his little project. You've met him. What do you think the odds of that being successful are? Where is he now? Well, he holds the lives of all these dreamers in his hands. If he's going to make a sacrifice, the most logical place will be on the roof looking at the stars. If he's successful, will that bring an angel here? Possibly. Although highly unlikely. I think he's very deluded on that front. But make no mistakes, Sir Phillips. If he's successful at unleashing that power of sacrificing these lives to summon his angel, it will be as if he lit a huge neon sign pointing to exactly where I and my power are. And the forces seeking me will be upon this place before the end of your next heartbeat. And as much as I hate to admit it, you are the only one who can stop him now. How do we get to the roof? Well, that's an awfully good question, isn't it? I can get there. I know how this place works now. I just need a door. Well, there's the one we just came through. Let's get going. No, I'm doing this myself. No, no, no. You don't get to play heroic cliches this late in the game. I'm sorry. I'm not. I have a reason. Malcolm, you have to stay here to wake these people up, right? That amounts to the correct dimensions, yes. And you said Turvey stayed behind to fight some kind of monster, right? Yes. Okay, that's why I need you here. Uh, Malcolm needs to be protected at all costs until he gets his powers back. Hanover, we... Besides, I want someone here to make sure he keeps his word. All right, I can see your point there. Oh, and I thought we'd come so far with our trust issues. Oh, Oh, shut shut up, Malcolm. Alan's really that powerful, is he? Oh, yeah, and I probably didn't see the half of it. What about your shoulder? You still hurt, you know? Not anymore. Healed up better than new. Really? That's a good trick. You'll have to teach me that one day. Well, you know how it is. Life could be a dream. Shaboom, shaboom. Well, then I won't tell you to be careful, then. Just get the job done and come back in enough pieces we can glue together. Never change that attitude, will you? If I never said it before, I love working with you, Squire Guillaume. I am unworthy of your compliments, Sir Phillips. Oh, please. You're making me sick. Oh, stuff it. I'm going already. All right. I'll see you people in the waking world. (laughs) 
My, he does cut a heroic figure in a gawky office boy sort of way, doesn't he? Malcolm, don't make me slap you. Mom? Why is it that when I tell my friends that we moved here from Earth, they always look at me a little nervously? Like they're afraid of me. Like they're afraid I'm going to do something. That's what I used to ask her. And she'd say, I don't know, Hannah. But you know, it might be for the best if you don't mention it unless someone brings it up. Until recently, nobody ever brought it up. So I didn't mention it. Frankly, I'm not sure what's for the best anymore. And then the other angel who went with me spoke to me and showed me that which was secret, the first and the last, what is in the heavens on high and in the earth in the deep and on the ends of the heavens and on the foundations of heaven and in the repository of winds. So... You're here. Yep, I'm here. And have you repented? Have you come at last to take your place beside me in glory? It isn't too late. They can still save you from darkness. Turn to them. Turn to them now. And they will save you. Really? They'd do that for me, huh? They'd finally get rid of that compassion I've been burdened with my whole life and replace it with fear and hatred for all the things I don't understand? I mean, just think, I could finally get rid of all that love I feel for people who aren't like me. And they could erase all those feelings of kindness that I get from those people. What a deal! All I gotta do is repent, and I get the holy gift of genocide. And then you and I could really be brothers, couldn't we? I see now. Your life among these beasts has denied you redemption. I didn't come to repent. I came to make an offering. To you. One last chance. I'm begging you, Alan Ruby. Turn your back on this hatred and the power it's given you and let these people go. You have surrendered your claim to your birthright. You have no right to call yourself a man. But I will show you mercy. By crushing you before you are given a glimpse of the glory you are denied. I will call them down, and I will be as the hands of the Almighty, and I shall be a cleansing fire! No, you won't! No! And you want to know the reason why? Because you're not an Avenger. You're just a scared little boy with a gun. And if turning my back on this birthright of yours means I'm damned, then I'll see you in hell! Any questions? Well, if you don't mind my interrupting, I have a good one. How did you get here? Malcolm, move a Hanover, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Now that you've delivered a few crippling blows to our psychotic friend here, I've gotten some of my powers back, so it was a simple matter of finding you once again. But if you don't mind, I haven't got nearly enough power to get us out of here, so finish the job. I am not going to kill a helpless man in cold blood! What the hell? Believe me, Sir Phillips, there are times for moral dilemmas, and this is not one of them. I hate to fall on his side, Hanover, but we may not have a choice. (laughs) Do you hear them? They're coming. <laughs> I knew they wouldn't forsake me. What's he talking about? Up there. What? Incoming. Take oh, God. Out. Ah! Is everyone all right? I think so. Oh, not now. Not now. Not after all this. What the hell just happened? Did somebody drop a bomb on us or something? 
What's that? You'll have to have Malcolm explain it to you later. <sighs> Alan? Alan! No! Alan! Don't go over there! No! no! Stay back! Philip, stay back! I was faithful. I knew you would come. I was your servant. I was faithful to you. Now show them. Show the unworthy what you are. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God! Both of you run for the door and don't look back! Lovely. My powers are coming back and they're right on top of us. Malcolm, we're in the room with the dreamers, all right? Wake them up. I know, I know. And it's only going to take every ounce of power I've ever had. And if this doesn't work, uh, I'm really sorry. Apologize later. Just do it. Right. All right, you lot. Rise and shine. Here you go, Turvey. Extra large black with two sugars. Thank you very much, pretty lady. So everybody here seems no worse for wear. All the travelers who were trapped in the dream snare seem to have woken up with no ill effects. But they were all surprised to find themselves in a rest stop they don't remember arriving at. Yeah, well, according to Malcolm, the magic would have put them in a trance and drawn them all here to one spot to concentrate the power. As far as you can tell, they're all fine, though. Well, I asked around. They don't seem to remember too much, and the ones who do say it's sort of fading away like, well, a dream. At least everyone got out all right. Well, almost everyone. Hmm. So where's your boyfriend? Please, it's a professional relationship, remember? He's out by Alan's truck. Uh, well, I guess we better get our stuff together and get going then. I gotta get on the horn and tell management why I'm so far behind schedule. I'll go get Hanover. So, at least Mr. Ruby did a nice job of parking his semi before he came after us. Think they'll ever find his body? No. That's the way these things work out, I'm afraid. I don't care what kind of flaming asshole he was, he didn't deserve to die like that. Who does? Well, you might make an argument for individual cases, but they're few and far between in my experience. This is your fault, you know. I'm well aware of that fact, Sir Phillips. And while it may sound a little bit disingenuous coming from me, I do feel a good deal of remorse over the fact. If I had had an inkling of an idea that things would have turned out the way they did, I probably would have thought twice before shouldering Alan Ruby with that kind of burden. But you would have done it anyway, wouldn't you? My actions were born out of extreme desperation. And try to believe me when I tell you that it wasn't merely my sense of self-preservation that was at stake. I bet you won't give me specifics to justify your behavior, though. Well... I think it's best we kept that nebulous for the time being. But I'll just say that there may be more at stake here than you could possibly imagine. Something to do with angels, I suppose. I won't say no. Well, since it concerns me personally, and I won't be expecting a detailed answer, what are angels, anyway? They are ancient, and they are beings of light. That's the best I can do right now. I was always told light was a good thing. By who? There's darkness and there's light in these worlds... Too much darkness can lead to isolation, despair, and madness. But too much light leads to blindness, and it can burn you to ashes. You see. To varying degrees, we are all creatures of both, and I think that's a good thing. So, what are you going to do now? Good question. I stand before you helpless and powerless. I burned out every jewel of my energy rescuing us from that dream snare. 
That knowledge is erased from my mind, but it's not permanent. I can relearn everything. I've had to do it before. And besides, I'm a very quick study. Good for you. So I suppose I shall simply continue my mission. Mission? Did I say mission? I meant my travels, my sojourn, my little tour. I've really got to learn to guard my tongue better. Actually thought of joining you and your delightful, lovely goblin friend on your bus tour, but I can see by the expression on your face that wouldn't be terribly tactful of me, would it? No. I don't think I want to see you for a very long time, Malcolm. Quite understandable, but I wouldn't get too comfortable in that position. I have a very strong suspicion our paths will be crossing again. Now, if you'll excuse me, you have a bus to catch, and I have a semi I need to learn how to drive. You're taking Alan's truck? Well... Someone has to deal with this thing, and I need transportation. And besides, he had a delivery to make, and I suppose I can at least do that little favor for him in retrospect. Say goodbye to the others for me, Sir Phillips. I'm bad about teary farewells. Was that Malcolm going already? Yep, just saw him off. I'm not sure if I'm sorry to see him go or not. He could have told us an awful lot, I suppose. Nah, he would have just told it in some sort of cryptic, clever way. It would have driven us up the wall eventually. Yeah, you're right. So how are you doing? I've been better. I really don't think there was anything you could have done to save him. I can't think of a single thing myself, but it doesn't make me feel any less guilty about it. Anything else on your mind? Yeah. Why did so many of the humans of Earth go insane? What would it take to cause it again? And if it does happen, will I be right there with them? I think you're stronger than that. You hope I'm stronger than that. Well, yes, obviously. I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of a fight with you, that's for certain. Mm. I told you that I had a specific reason for why I wanted to travel with you in particular. Would you like to know what it is? Yes. Yes, I would. But not right now. I've already got enough on my mind, thanks. Fair enough. Well, we should probably get going. Turvey's waiting for us at the bus. Right. Oh, I just realized I haven't had any breakfast yet. Did you get any extra food? Well, duh. Well, I suppose that's the unofficial report, so I guess we're back on schedule. We'll be heading to Baylor next. Good work, Turvey. Just keep me abreast of any sort of extra developments along the way, will you? Can do, Rayburn. So what's your professional opinion of Sir Phillips, by the way? He's flippant, irresponsible, and reckless. You like him, then? Good. (laughs) Well, as a knight, he's got all the right moves. Are you sure you don't want me to step in and give him a few pointers? No, Turvey. I don't want you to reveal your knighthood to him unless things become absolutely desperate. I'd like his development to be as idiosyncratic as possible. All right. Well, you're the boss. Oh, here they come. Right. Rayburn out. Good luck, Turvey. So I hope your management's not too mad with you. Nothing serious. I could take a write-up or two. So we all squared away, then? Ready as we'll ever be. All right, then. Next stop, Baylor, where tomorrow is being built today. Listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, Rest Stop Part 8, written and performed by Kyan Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties Podcast. 
Thanks so much for listening through the second story arc. If you'd like to contact me, it's techdiff at gmail.com or go over to techdiff.com to comment on the show or techdiff.freeforums.org to join the forum discussions. Look for the next story arc in the account in late spring 2009. I'm Kyan Chris Conroy. Thanks for listening. Technical Difficulties is registered under Creative Commons. For more information, go to techdiff.com. Do not adjust your sets. You're tuned to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow on Mutual is Thursday Thrillers, our roundup of action, adventure, mystery, crime, drama, and thrillers, of course. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of diverse audio tales. Or find the Thursday Thrillers feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.